Wait a minute, I hear something. everybody welcome back to another episode of dr movie welcome back to our howling at the moon series uh, recommended from my good friend dan bone who just basically gave me a question i'd love to hear you review your favorite harm or a favorite werewolf movie of all time and i said i'll do one better than that and i think i told him three but i'm going with four and uh, from the last episode, you kind of got my thoughts on that one, which is a great movie. Love that one. But this one, it's funny because I like every one of these werewolf movies for a different reason. Um, but this one is absolutely, I think, one of the best werewolf movies ever made. And it really gives you a different look at things, right? Um, it even it kind of gives you even the referral back to the original Wolfman but uh, just in a different telling right so obviously what we're talking about is Ginger Snaps from 2000 horror fantasy um, I saw this when it first came out on DVD and was blown away um, not so much just because I mean the effects are the effects. They are what they are. But the storytelling and the way that this plays out, this is a great movie. And um, directed by John Fawcett, who gave us all the other sequels as well and a few other movies. I think, what was it, The Darkness or something? The Dark, The Darkness. Um, this, uh, this was kind of a sleeper. I mean, you've seen all the sequels since then. Uh, if you don't know about this one, we will uh, read the synopsis here and try not to have an accident in traffic. The story of two outcast sisters, Ginger and Bridget, in a mindless suburban town of Bailey Downs. Uh, on the night of Ginger's first period, she is savagely attacked by a wild creature. Ginger's wounds uh, miraculously heal, but something's not quite right. Now Bridget must save her sister and save herself. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> what a what a what a twist on things. Let's take a coming of age movie, a movie about a girl becoming a woman, uh, and take it to the nth degree, right? The changes we go through. It's 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 really kind of a body horror movie. It's it's almost reflecting back to our um, David Cronenberg mindset uh, mindset of, of body horror which is really why I like this one right um, the two sisters are not liked by anyone they're not the popular kids uh, their hobbies are making disturbing pictures of death so they're all into doing their own effects you know practical effects with fake blood and fake body parts on that stuff it, it really pulls you in because you get into those characters. You know what? I didn't even talk about the cast. Um, you got Emily Perkins in this, who's Bridget. 
and uh, Catherine Isabel, who is Ginger, who we see in American Mary and a lot of the things later on. Um, and they really are what make this movie work, right? Uh, I think this movie would hurt itself if you didn't have the right people in these roles, and they just really work. I think the whole idea of, you know, the the changes that she's going through, you know, again, re reflecting back to like a Cronenberg mindset of, you know, even, even you know, Carrie comes to mind, right? When this first happens to her and she doesn't know how to react and everybody's making fun of her. Not necessarily the same thing here, but the fact of it is happening and it's happening a little later on for these girls than normal. And it's crazy because she gets attacked and, you know, <laughs> I'm trying to find the best way to describe this. You physically see the change in her in both ways, right? Because the, the, the bite that she gets or the scratches that she gets, you know, enhances everything, right? If you think about our stories that we love about the werewolves is... You know, their, their senses are heightened, their strength is heightened, and she becomes more female than just regular female, right? Because now she's a woman, and she's starting to have all these feelings, and because of the animal magnetism, she's reacting on them. And uh, hence the name. This is a brilliant thing about this movie, because Ginger Snaps, Ginger Snaps, the cookies, you got Ginger Snaps, as in she's losing her mind, she's snapped, and Ginger Snaps, as in she's got teeth, and she snaps at you, because she's a freaking werewolf. <laughs> so, I don't know, this, this movie is really quite brilliant. To piece this together, you can almost say Teen Wolf, right? It's Teen Wolf, but taken more seriously, and it's more grotesque. And that's the problem I really have with werewolf movies. I love Teen Wolf. Don't get me wrong. That's why it's always it's in the honorable mention, right? Um, but it, when I when I expect a werewolf movie, I I want to be horrified, right, by the curse going all the way back to the Wolfman, right? And this does such a good job of taking that same concept of being a nobody and becoming a somebody because of this change that you go through. But what happens when you can't control the change? What happens when the popularity becomes too much? So it plays on all these different factors of her becoming somebody she's never been, somebody she's always wanted to be, and leaving her sister behind, even though they've made a pact of always being together and supporting each other, which for the most part they do. But then... Bridget sees what's going on and is going to try to save her sister, and that leads to a whole different cast of characters. We get a character named Sam, who's like the local drug dealer, which you had to have, you know, in the early 2000s, uh, who's driving around in the van and, you know, pumping out the, the dope to the kids at the schoolyard, and <laughs> who ends up kind of being a good guy in this, right? You get uh, 
one of the uh, the local preppy kids who ends up thinking that Ginger is looking pretty good, even though she's not one of the popular girls. He decides to hit on her. Well, it gets to a point to where one night, because she's feeling it, because of everything that's happened where she's been scratched, which, by the way, when she gets attacked, they're running away from this thing, and you never really see it, but you know it's on all fours and chasing them, and it gets hit by our drug dealer in the van, which kills it, we think. And uh, when they get back to the house, Ginger's scars and stuff are already starting to heal. So there you go. That, that's your setup. That's your, your werewolf setup for the story. But she's going through all these different things of, you know, boys are starting to, to like her. Uh, there's even some kind of funny things like her trying to shave her legs because now the hair is getting stiffer, more coarse. She's cutting her legs, trying to get rid of this stuff. She's got hair growing out of her shoulder where she's been scratched and makes kind of a joke of, I can't have a hairy chest. That'll be the end of me or whatever, right? So, I mean, she's got all these teenage girl fears, phobias, and taking to the nth degree again, right? But at the same time, she's able to get back at the people that she doesn't like. She's able to get all the boys that she wants. Um, she ends up killing a dog or two just from reaction. So again, she's getting to where she can't control this thing. You can almost push this to a PMS kind of reaction thing as well versus her just, you know, these animal instincts are coming out. So I mean, it's really playing on all the stuff at the same time. And quite cleverly, I have to say. Um, I, I'm, I'm really impressed with this one. And you get to where she's growing a tail. <laughs> and her sister, again, is trying everything she can to help, right? And her sister, Bridget, is going and talking to Sam about, you know, you hit this thing with your vehicle. What did you think it was? He brings up the word lycanthrope, and she's like, I know what that is. I don't think you're crazy. I think it's the same thing. They start working together, and she says that she got scratched, and she's trying to stop the change, even though it's really for Ginger. So you play on that whole thing, and eventually he knows. He knows it's Ginger, right, because he's seeing her change, too. Matter of fact, it ends up to a a high point to where he comes, she comes and tries to seduce him, and, uh, you know, she's not happy when she don't get her way. She goes out with one guy, and uh, they get in the back of the car, and she just attacks the guy, and gets what she wants out of the deal, and then uh, ends up biting him, and he becomes one as well, but he's just in the beginning stages. And they end up taking this herb or whatever it is they find, these flowers her, that their mom finds. Oh, that's a whole story in itself, too, is the mom in this movie is hilarious because she's finally glad that she gets to do that mom thing about your, my girls are becoming women and we've got so much to talk about and all these things. And mom is the, the perfect suburban mom who 
you know, doesn't appreciate bad language, wants everything to be hunky-dory perfect, which when they never really are. And you get to the point to where she's starting to put two and two together and realizing that her daughters are have either killed somebody <laughs> or up to something no good. And the mom's like, look, <laughs> it's pretty much my favorite scene in the movie. She's talking to Bridget and saying, look, go in there because uh, Ginger's at a party. Again, she's trying to find Sam and, you know, seal this deal. And the mom's like in the car with Bridget. They go drive to where the party is. And the mom's like, look, go get your sister. We can start over. We'll load up. We'll take off. We'll set the house on fire. And it'll just be us girls. And they're like, well, what about dad? Well, he, 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 he don't care anyways. <laughs> but I love that this perfect mom is now saying, hey, we'll burn everything. We'll leave. And it'll just be us. Which, you know, okay. Her daughters mean more to her than anything else. So, okay, you're willing to do that. That's perfectly fine. But it does come down to, and again, she, she's, they made this serum that she's wanting to inject into to Ginger to see if it works. But one day on the way home, she sees the boy that she was out with that night that she bit, and he's picking on a kid and looks like he's about to eat a kid. <laughs> and he hasn't really changed yet, but he's... he's well, he's changing, right? It's another thing I like about this movie is it's not like every time the moon comes out and you change and all these things. It's a long, drawn-out process of slowly changing. I love that aspect of it, too. And uh, he ends up getting in a fight with Bridget, and Bridget ends up using the serum on him, and immediately he snaps out of it, has a syringe sticking out of his neck, and says... Uh, I need to go home. So, uh, you kind of get, you know, hey, this stuff works, right? And that leads up to Sam and Bridget making some more of this stuff and trying to get Ginger back to the house to where they can get this serum in her and, and eliminate the problem, right? I'm kind of going to leave it there because there's still a whole bunch left to tell of what happens here. But the thing about this movie is... Not necessarily my favorite werewolf as far as looks, as far as special effects, but the story is so dang good and so well put together and so clever that I can overlook it, right? It still works. I'm not saying that it's awful. It's just compared to other stuff that we're used to seeing, it's, it's, it's a little different, right? But the rest of this movie, I think, is way overlooked. This movie is not talked about enough when you talk about werewolf movies. Or maybe it is because the problem is is there's just not enough good werewolf movies to really gloat about. I put this one up there. Now the sequels, I've really only seen the, the second one. I haven't seen the rest of them. I don't remember really being that impressed with the second one all that much. I might need to go back and check it out. But there's no doubt in my mind that I absolutely love this one. As far as werewolf movies go, I think it's absolutely one of the best. It's my number three. So uh, that's where I put this one. I stick to it. And I highly recommend you check this one out if you've never checked it out. It, it is a great, great coming-of-age werewolf movie that knows what it is, 
plays off of the times and it works very, very well in the time frame and great performances. So uh, there's my take on it. Uh, did I give it a rating? Four out of five. Maybe five out of five. It's that good, right? All right, folks, that's it for this one. Stick around and find out what number two is on the next episode. It's not going to be a far reach of your imagination, I don't think. You pull up pretty much any werewolf movie list, and I'm really not that far off. So, all right, folks, that's it for this one. We will check you later.